Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today I want to discuss the impact of the new White House executive order on strengthening retirement security in America. So President Trump on August 31st, 2018 in Charlotte announced that he was uh, going to propose an executive order, which he did, that uh, will direct the Department of Labor to examine two main items regarding retirement accounts. The first is going to be uh, looking for ways to make the multiple employer plans, which I'll explain uh, what that is in a minute, uh, more popular with small businesses in order to attract more small businesses to the 401k plan. And the second is to look at ways to uh, make the requirement of distributions um, more modernized in terms of what people are doing today. So uh, the order talked about updating life expectancy and distribution period tables for purposes of the RMD. And, and the whole idea was maybe to see if people will start taking RMDs at a later age, people are working longer, living longer, and seeing if maybe we need to push that 70 and a half or at least the distribution table uh, make it um, a more uh, less aggressive so that people will be able to keep more money in their retirement account. Um, but let's start with the first uh, item, which is the uh, MEP, Multiple Employer Plan. Multiple employer plans are not a new concept. They're, they've actually been around for a while. There's actually four and a half million retirement people or retirement savers that use MEPs. Basically, what a multiple employer plan is, is where uh, under current law, uh, Similar companies in, in similar industries or trade groups uh, are able to band together, and instead of setting up different plans for each small business, they'll set one plan up, and 5, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 businesses could join the plan. So you save uh, costs on administration, and then you obviously, with econ- economics of scale, you're able to get better deal on investment rates. Uh, because obviously, if you have the more money in your plan, the the less commissions and the, the less fees you'll pay on uh, mutual fund or other investments because of uh, economies of scale. So that's the whole idea and the thought process uh, from, from the Trump perspective is, hey, if we can get more small businesses to join together, make the cost of adopting these uh, plans um, less costly, we're going to get more people uh, that will offer these plan benefits to their employees, which obviously is a great public policy initiative. The more people that save for retirement, you know, the better our whole society is. So that's the whole idea. The current law is, and the reason MEPs aren't more popular is for two reasons. Number one is that commonality that you've got to basically be in, in the same industry or the same trade group to, to take advantage of it. Uh, and then the second is the one bad apple rule, where if one, one, one company screws up, it could uh, taint the plan for everyone. So that's why MEPs aren't super popular, mostly because of the one bad apple rule. So basically what the White House is proposing and asking the Department of Labor to look at. And in this executive order, it basically says that the Department of Labor should look at um, removing those commonality and the one bad apple rule uh, from the MEP regulations so to make it more popular. Uh, I personally, I I applaud the White House for for trying to make defined contribution 401k plans more popular. I think that's a great... um, a noble uh, concept. The issue is just speaking to thousands of small business owners, you know, through my uh, many years in the retirement industry, whether it's self-directed IRAs, 401ks, it's really the, most of the complaints aren't along the lines of investment fees, which actually are borne by the employees 
or the TPA, the third party administration fees for 401ks, which which are pretty minimal, you know, anywhere from you know a thousand to two thousand bucks a year, not super expensive. The big problem is that since most small businesses adopt a safe harbor plan, which basically is a way for the exactly the highly compensated employees or the business owners to guarantee that they'll be able to take advantage of maximum contributions. So basically the way the safe harbor works is hey, the rule state if you do at least a minimum three percent contribution based off everyone's salary, anyone who's eligible, you thus don't have to do any top heavy testing or non um, ADP, ACP, non discrimination testing, which is complicated and also can cause um, highly compensated employees uh, contributions to not be respected. So a lot of small businesses say, well, uh, at least the owners say, well, if I want my contributions to be respected, I want to max out. Um, the only way I know guarantee that that will be able to happen is if I do the safe harbor. Because if you don't do the safe harbor, you have to do these AT- ADP, ACP testing, which is either a deferral percentage or a contribution percentage if you do match. Um, and if you fail those tests, then you, you basically have to either put in money for the employees or take some of your money out. So it causes a little bit of uncertainty. That's why safe harbor plans are a little bit more popular, um, but the safe harbor plans are costly. So if you take an example of tenant employee business, let's say that each person makes $50,000, 3%, $1,500 times 10 is $15,000 a year. Yes, it is tax deductible. So let's say you get a 30% benefit. Um, it's still cash out of the out of uh, cash flow issues it's money that comes out of the business so uh, even though offering benefits is important and a really good idea to help retain employees uh, help people save it's still a cost that a lot of small business owners are reluctant to spend so you know my my concern is it's really not the MEP may not help as much as they think because it's just going to really lower some TPA fees and investment fees but you're still going to have to deal with potential safe harbor issues um, so um, my concern is the savings won't be as, as, as much as they think, and it's not going to attract as many small businesses as, as they think as well. They may be better served finding ways to allow small businesses to offer plans without maybe safe harbor, without having to test maybe if you're under 50 employees. As long as you offer plan benefits to each employee each year, you don't have to do a safe harbor or do any t- ADP testing um, depends. I mean, there, there's different ways to do it. Um, I just don't know the MEP solution will be all that successful. I think it will help, but I'm not sure it's going to create the uh, the uh, level of excitement they believe. And the second um, uh, item uh, the order talked about was expanding acts. Was sorry the uh, RMD issue, um, wh- which was basically finding ways to uh, either change the life expectancy or update the life expectancy table uh, or distribution table so that people can potentially keep retirement money in their uh, IRAs, 401ks for a longer period of time without having to be subject to the RMDs, which currently for a pre-tax IRA start at 70 and a half or in a 401k if you own less than 5%, um, also start at 70 and a half. So for Roth IRAs, there's no RMDs. So again, I, I think the, we'll see where the executive order goes. It really, uh, it's a 180-day window for the Department of Labor to look at this, and and then there's going to be potential legislation, which would have to get approved by Congress, uh, the House. So we'll see where that happens based off um, the election. Um, you know, if there's uh, a wave of Democrats come in, um, 
there'll be a change in the guard, the House, the Ways and Means Committee, uh, which uh, could be positive for this legislation. But uh, I'm not I'm not sure anything's going to happen. Uh, certainly, the 180 days, the Labor Department will look at this stuff. I'm not sure from a legislation standpoint whether something will happen in a year, two years, or, or ever. It's hard to tell with retirement uh, uh, initiatives. Uh, they're, they're not the sexiest, and sometimes they, they kind of lose a little firepower and they get pushed aside for other uh, more important, at least in some people's eyes, uh, initiatives, whether it's health care or other items that the Labor Department looks at. So anyways, you know, that's kind of where we're at now for this executive order. We'll see in 180 days or so what the Labor Department does, but uh, I do believe they're going to do something with these MEPs. Hopefully, small businesses will be able to bound together to reduce costs, whether it's TPA or investment fees. Uh, but again, the safe harbor rules will still apply, so that still can stop some small businesses, probably you know those with 5, 10, 15 employees, from participating. Uh, again, I really don't believe it's the investment costs or the TPA fees. To me, it really comes down to the, to the safe harbor fees, since most, uh, of the safe har- most small businesses use the safe harbor. Uh, rules and, and that three percent contribution uh, adds up. So and that's my take. We'll see where it goes. Um, I, I definitely uh, I'm all for uh, extending out the RMDs a little bit, letting people take more advantage of the deferral. If you don't need to take it out at 70, maybe push that to 75 or 80, since people are living longer. Um, uh, so that's a good thing too, and I, I applaud the White House for that. Um, anyways, I, I promise I'll keep people up to date uh, on some of these developments. I don't think. We'll hear anything for a little while, especially the Labor Department's got 180 days to kind of play around with this stuff, see what they can come up, put together a proposal, some proposed reg- regulations or legislation that then that could potentially then be um, uh, sent to the House for, for uh, legislation. Um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, hope you found the podcast uh, helpful. Uh, you can follow us at IRAFG on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can email us uh info at IRA Financial. Um, Love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and until next time.